Hello and welcome to Tech Latest by Nikkei Asia, where we bring you the freshest updates from the technology sector in Asia. Every episode, one of our reporters from the region will be filling us in on the tech news on their radar, from semiconductors in China, to space travel in Japan, to startups in Indonesia. From Nikkei Asia's Tokyo headquarters, I'm Alice French. In this episode, my colleague Jaden Agamon is talking to Akito Tanaka, our chief business news correspondent based in Singapore, about some interesting findings from our recent teardown of Apple's latest iPhone 15 series. Hi, Akito. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Hello. Thank you for inviting me. So it's been about a month since Apple released its latest iPhone 15 smartphone series. There's been much news surrounding the gadget, notably related to headwinds it's facing in China. But we recently ran a story with a different angle, right? Yes. Our reporters in Tokyo actually disassembled and analyzed costs of the new iPhone. And the estimated production cost of the top-of-the-line 15 Pro Max, which features a camera supporting 5x optical zoom, and a newly designed semiconductor using cutting-edge 3-nanometer processing technology, was about $558. Now, Nikkei calculated this by adding up uh, the costs of all parts, and this $558 was about 12% increase from the 14 Pro Max model released last year. By the way, the article has nice photos of the disassembled iPhone, uh, which you should never try it at your home, and uh, very nice graphics as well. So please take a look. Yes, I advise everybody not to do this at home. <laughs> but what were there any other uh, major findings from these teardowns? So the 15 Pro Max cost to price ratio, uh, this is uh, which is the cost of the parts divided by the phone itself's price, came to about 47%, and this is a one percentage point increase from the 14 Pro Max. The cost of the telephoto camera, which evolved from 3x to 5x optical zoom, jumped to $30, and that is 3.8 times higher than that of the 14 Pro Max released in 2022. The new frame, which is made of lightweight and durable titanium, costs $50, and this is up 40% than the uh, traditional stainless steel frame. And the latest A17 Pro chip, designed in-house by Apple, cost $130. And this is 27% increase from the A16 chip used for last fall's uh, top-end model. So uh, it's a, it's a quite a, a drastic increase in cost for parts used in the latest iPhone. I see. And one other big question. So where are many of these components being manufactured? Yes, um, not surprisingly, the U.S. provided the highest share of components, uh, which was 33%. And these are U.S. chip companies such as Qualcomm and Broadcom, and they're supplying communication chips to, to the latest iPhone. 29% uh, of them came from South Korea. And this is a gain about five percentage points, so quite a lot of gain. And these parts were LG Group's parts uh, used for the structure of the telephoto camera, one of the, the main feature of the newest iPhone, and Samsung Group's uh, display. Now, Japan's share remained unchanged at 10%. And for China, the share decreased to 2.5% from 3.8% in the, in the previous model. And for the prices, are these increases set to continue for the iPhone? What are some of the experts saying? Yes, so the CEO of the Formal Halt, who helped us uh, dis disassemble the iPhone, 
pointed out that sort of all the possibility, possible steps to easily upgrade the performance of the iPhone had been already taken by 2021. And as a result, he said that in order to improve the performance, Apple would have to face cost increase. Now, we'll have to see what the pricing strategy for the future model of the iPhone. But as long as they don't make some significant changes in designs or features, Apple will have to rely on improving the components used in the, in the iPhone, which will probably lead to a more expensive retail price. I see. Well, thanks so much, Akito, for the rundown. Um, the story does include a detailed graph visualizing the iPhone teardown. So please make sure to check out the story on our website. And before we go, are there any other stories you'd like to recommend to our readers this week, Akito? Yes. So in this this week's newsletter, we also featured the article on U.S. think tanks uh, report, which advised the U.S. government to scrutinize Chinese battery maker CATL and even potentially limit partnership with the U.S. companies. And the other article that I featured in the newsletter is about how China is getting around U.S. attempts to curb advanced chip production. So please check uh, these out on Nikkei Age's website as well. Thank you so much and hope to talk to you again soon. All right, thank you. That's all for this episode. There's a link to view the story that Jada and Akito were discussing in the show notes. And you can find more of Akito's reporting, along with a host of other stories about Asia's tech industry, on Nikkei Asia's website, asia.nikkei.com. And if you like what you hear, why not subscribe to our weekly Tech Asia newsletter, which will be delivered to your inbox every Thursday. There's a link to sign up in the show notes. And check back in next time for more updates on the tech trends that matter.